What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm so excited. I have a guest. His name is Chris Wilson. He is the founder and owner of the Academy of Music and Art. Chris, I love your story. I'm so happy you reached out to me. I was reading your bio. I'm like, oh, I have to have him on. He's a dynamic individual. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the audience a little bit about your about your background and what got you to where you are today? Sure. Uh, I'm Chris Wilson. I, my entire life, I always wanted to be a guitarist. I always wanted to do something with music. And, and I grew up going, you know, suburban Chicago Catholic schools. And it was always like, you can't make a living in music. You can't, you know, it, it's a fine hobby, but you know, like, come on, you have to be practical. And uh, I remember graduating from high school and actually enrolling in business school. And I didn't even, you know, people say, I, you know, Bill Gates dropped out of business school. You know, the Facebook guy did a couple of years. I didn't even make it to the first day. It was like dorm room orientation. And I, and I met all the guys, you know, and you go down to the lounge. Here's a high rise dorm. I go down to the lounge and it's the introduction and everyone's really cool. Everyone's really nice. I thought, wow, these are the people I'm going to be friends with. Yeah. And as we went around the room, each person introduced themselves. I'm Mike and I'm from Morton Grove and... I'm really into health and fitness and bodybuilding, but I'm going to be an accountant and go work for my family. It's like, oh, okay. You know, the next guy was Ralph, and he was from Elmhurst, and he was really into martial arts, and then he was going to do all the stuff with karate, but he was going to become a trader and go work with his uncle. And it was always this thing where, like, they're totally stoked, and then here's what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. And they kind of shrink. And we were 18 or 19 years old, and as we were going around the room, I heard this voice in my head, which I never hear voices. I'm not one of these people who's in the universe. But it was like, Thanks for clarifying. I was looking to get concerned. Clarify that. I'm not one of those people who's in touch. You know, I hear, you know, like I have this. But I was sitting there and this voice was like, we're not doing this. This is crazy. Like, you're 18 years old and you're going to like study business and go work for your dad, which isn't like a terrible thing, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something with music. So when it came to me to introduce myself, I immediately, I changed my story. Like on the spot, I said, my name's Chris. Uh, and I'm not going to be here very long because I'm transferring to Berkeley College of Music in January. And I haven't even applied yet. Wow. And so, so, yeah. And so I went home Labor Day weekend and I had my application. I filled it out, mailed it in, had to go back to my high school and get my transcripts sent. And then moved to Boston, had never been to Boston, had wow. never been to Boston. Boston's cool though. Yeah, it was cool. I literally got in my car and drove there and found a hotel and found the school and enrolled in Berkeley. And realized there was a path, there were career path options. Yeah. Wait, 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 really quick. So what did your parents think of that? So if you were going to supposed to go work for your dad, did, I'm sure they weren't too happy. Well, you know, actually they could see that it wasn't like a hot, like it was something I was really passionate about and really interested in. You know, I practiced eight hours a day every day, six hours. I mean, all my waking hours were spent practicing, learning songs. And so it wasn't like, I was doing this like in some kind of fantasy where like I was going to miraculously be good. I was super hardworking and super diligent. And so I think they saw that and they saw the fire uh, that I was like into it. And it was like, you know, this isn't just like some kind of like, oh, I want to be a baseball player. Maybe if I think about it, I'll become a baseball player. It was like, okay, he's actively like pursuing this and he's really working at it. And um, yeah, so I, I went to Berkeley and uh, sort of figured things out, how business works, how people, uh, how you can make a living. And when I graduated, I moved back to Chicago and I started the guitar school in my apartment. Very cool. Yeah, I was reading that. So you turn your guitar school into th this academy that you have now. Yeah. And you, and you have 25 employees. 
which yeah. is awesome. You yeah. have great music, art, dance, summer camps, and theater. You exactly. had over 650 students in last year. Yeah, it was, oh yeah, it's, it's been really cool. Well, and what happened was we, when I started teaching guitar, this is 1990, this is kind of when they sort of, if you remember alternative rock and all that stuff was sort of exploding. And there wasn't anybody really teaching people how to do that. Like if you right. were in a band and everything, and there were all these people trying to make records. And so I immediately had this school just because I was the only person doing that stuff. Who was, was even open to it? A lot of the people were maybe a generation earlier where they had an idea of what you have to do and you have to do this first. And I'm just like, well, where do you want to go? I'll get you there. Right, and, we'll right. just, and we'll just figure it out along the way. So there's no, everyone has their own path. It's not like, okay, everyone has to fit on this path. So I took people down whatever path they went. And the building I was living in was like, yeah, you can't run a business out of your, out of here. Like clearly, like you're not giving one or two lessons, you're giving like 60 classes a week. Wow. Yeah, so, so they were, I said, they said, well, we're not gonna kick you out, but like you need to figure something out. So I rented a space from a music shop in like a record store in Hinsdale, Illinois, a Western suburb. And cause it was sort of centrally located. And from there, it just, the record store closed and I just rented a space and then I hired, I had to become a company, I hired somebody. I hired another person. Uh, I had to learn how to do yellow pages ads. I had to learn how to do marketing. I had Not yellow pages. We don't. They, we don't do yellow pages anymore. <laughs> but even just to design a yellow pages ad, or even like I remember sitting down with my brother Scott and like building my first website, which was terrible. You know, back in whatever website, you know, 1996, they were like AOL homepages. I mean, it was just. I wish I still had it because it was so bad. But it's like I did. I learned how to do websites. I yeah. learned how to do marketing. I learned how to do all that stuff. And that was sort of the fun. It's, you know, you have an employee. Well, how do you, yeah. well, you actually have to pay them. Hmm, how's that work? I have to write a budget. And so I sort of learned as I, as I went along, whatever I needed to figure out, I just did. So I How amazing though. I mean, that's just, I mean, I feel like a lot of people kind of get stuck in the trenches and they get overwhelmed with the idea of having to do all those things that it prevents them from actually going after that, which they're passionate about. So kudos yeah. to you for doing that because I think that we need, we, well, that's the whole reason for my podcast, you know, to inspire people to go after their passions, go after what makes them happy. Because ultimately I think that that's what we all want to be is just happy at the end of the day. And you yeah. have to be happy with yourself. And if you're not happy doing what you're doing on a daily basis, that's definitely not going to make you happy. But anyways, so aside from all that crazy success and, and turning this into a great academy, your guitar school into a great academy, you've also written, you've authored two books. Yes. About yeah. that. So the first one, um, I had, I was belonged to a network of music studio owners, and it was interesting. It was one of those things people went into the business because they were passionate about it, not knowing anything about business. And so I, had, I as a child and as a teenager, worked for my dad, so I knew some things about business. Sure. And so I was maybe about five or six years ahead of some of these people who were just starting out. So they would call me up and go, well, how do you do a website? What's, how do you do it? I noticed you do sales books. How do you do sales letters? And so as I was doing things, I was just writing things down and it became a book, you know, over the course of time. And it became a book that I've, I've redone because the industry is completely different now. It's being rewritten, music school reinvention because we really need to reinvent our businesses. But it was literally me just helping people out, coaching them. And, and it just evolved that way. The second book, uh, which is the one here, The Marketing During Tough Times, uh, COVID hit. And so it's like, okay, we need to turn this around. So I started writing everything down that I, okay, what's everything I could do? Sure. You know, so I sat down and brainstormed for a weekend and my 
friend who's a graphic designer said, you know, this is really like a, a book. This is like an ebook. You should really put this out there for everybody. So, this, so that's recent because of everything. Yeah, yeah, so Marketing During Tough Times uh, came out in, I guess it would have been June, uh, June, July. Oh. Uh, uh, the, the reinvention has been a rewritten version of uh, Music School Transformation, which was sort of the original book that was written about three years ago that was sort of designed to help uh, either maybe you want to start a music school or maybe you're a piano teacher and you're starting to hire people, you know, you're busy. And so well, what do I do? I don't understand like what I'm, you know, I have the technical skills. I can give lessons and I can give clients, but I really don't know how to run a business type of thing. So that was the aspect. And now it's like, okay, we can't see people's face to face for anything, right? Even this, we're on Zoom. So it became the idea of reinvention, of reinventing everything, um, which led, actually, and I didn't mention this in my bio, a friend of mine introduced me to Tony Robbins has a group, if you've heard of Tony Robbins. Mastermind.com. And so I did a mini course on his mastermind.com website called okay. the reinvention formula that's available. Okay. Uh, and it's sort of an introduction to this idea of like, okay, how do we reinvent everything? Yeah. Uh, but it, for me, it really goes back to sitting in that college lounge in 1985 going, well, I'm going to reinvent myself right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like, okay, I've, I've made the announcement. Now I got to get, I can't be here in January. We got to so get cracking. <laughs> I got to do something right away. Like, so, and same with this, I think you're reinventing the music school. It's like, you know, we don't have time to sit around and wait around and figure it out. This isn't going to be two weeks. It's going to be long term. So this yeah. process of a complete reinvention of the business and a complete, really a reinvention of the industry of how people, even how people want things to be now. I don't know that people want to go back to face-to-face -to -face stuff. Even currently, it's kind of nice being at home. Yeah. Um, well, I personally am not for that, but yeah. you know, to each his own. I'm a people uh, person. I like to be. Oh, for sure. I. Yes, but I think that you are correct that people do need to have options, and it's great that you've written something that allows them to not be full of anxiety, knowing that they do have other options to continue yeah. to, to continue to run and operate their business. But that's sure. very important. So you're doing a lot of great things just across the board. Um, so I actually want to go back to your Academy of Music and Art. So how has COVID affected you and how have you like reinvented yourself to serve your students? Uh, I mean, there were a few things. I think when it initially hit, it was, I remember it was, I went into the office Monday and my you know, this was back in March, and I looked at my manager, Andres, and I was like, I don't think we can open today. You know, it's like <laughs> one o'clock. We, we probably need to call, I don't know, because there was this idea that COVID, and I'm not a COVID doubter. I want to make sure everybody knows that. I, you know, I wear a mask everywhere I go and all that stuff. But I think there was that time where it's like, oh, my God, this is everywhere. You know, we're like wiping down light switches in rooms that are never used, right? <laughs> so we closed and said, okay, we're going to figure out in the next couple of days how to do things online. And we really, I think, sincerely thought, okay, it's going to be two weeks that we're going to have to postpone stuff. And then we have a week of spring break, April 1st, April 2nd, we're going to be back to normal. And it just sort of kept going where, um, you know, some things like, for example, our theater department, we can't have a group of 50 kids in a room. Sure. Even, uh, and we don't have a place a venue to perform stuff. So some of that got put on hold. Music lessons immediately went online and people seemed to like it. There were already a lot of people like say famous musicians, famous guitarists, for example, who did Skype lessons. If you wanted to take lessons with the guitarist from Steely Dan five years ago, you could have done it back then they did it over Skype. So sure. in industry, there were already sort of people doing it. So for, I think music lessons, we adapted pretty quickly. Good. I think the 
staff just said, hey, look, we can do this uh, with Spotify, sharing the audio. There's white screens. You know, I can draw on the screen and write your lesson out. It's not perfect, but it's something uh, that you can really do. Uh, classes have been a little more difficult, but I think people have adapted to say dance classes online. You know, find an open space somewhere. Maybe it's on the patio. That yeah, would be really space. difficult for me. I would have a hard time with that, personally. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like Peloton. If you see Peloton, it's oh, your, sure. you're on a bike and you're riding with that. I think that's different because it's stationary. So what are the ages of your students? Out of, out so we start as young as two years old, and we go through adults. Uh, it's different on every instrument. Piano, you might start at three or four years old. Guitar is usually uh, about kindergarten, you know, if you can get your hands around the guitar. Dance, you know, we do Mommy and Me as young as two years old. Art, little artists as young as three. Our summer camps, we have uh, three to five, ages six to 12, teen camps, and they run all summer. Uh, that was a real challenge this summer, because, you know, a lot of the vocal camps and stuff you can't really do in person because people are worried about super spreading and all that. So a lot of that we had to do yeah. on that. Uh, but yeah, it has, it has definitely been challenging, but it's one of those things you have to get up every day and you know, sort of rise to the challenge every day. You can't let it stop you. So I, I read, I'm reading that you are a coach for SCORE. What is SCORE? So SCORE is part of the Small Business Association. And where I found out about SCORE was through my graphic designer friend who helped me design the marketing during Tough Times book. I said, well, I need to set up this coaching business and publishing business as a separate company. And I, and I called an attorney and it was like $3,000. And I was like, kind of venting to her. And you know, it's like, oh, like, I, I want to do this, but it's like $3,000 in the middle of COVID and you're trying to juggle this stuff. And she said, oh, call SCORE, it's part of the SBA. And they'll, they have volunteers on staff who will have you do things. So they hooked me up with an attorney who we did a Skype meeting like this and he walked me through and I filed my stuff for free. And I was really inspired by it. So. I contacted them and said, hey, can I start coaching other people in small business, maybe who are starting up or who are in a similar industry, who maybe have a specific issue? Because usually you might say, well, you know, whatever you're opening up, I know how to do this, this, and this, but I don't know how to do digital marketing. Or right. I don't know how to do, I'm trying to put together some kind of direct, I don't know how direct mail works, or something that you don't know. So they bring you, they hook you up with somebody and you coach them, you help them get, get over that hump, get over that thing to the next to the next level of their business. And so it's a great service and it's free. Uh, all the coaches are volunteers. Oh, and uh, it's, awesome. yeah, it's supported by the SBA, which is tax dollars. And it's one of those resources. Did you, did you provide me the link for that? Is that in your, in here? I don't think it is. Uh, I don't, you know, I will put that on there. You can get it off my, I think it's on my Facebook page or sports, S-C-O-R-E dot uh, org. And they have uh, local chapters around the United States. I think for this area, DuPage County, um, there's one out here, but there, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of locations across the, anywhere in the United States you're at, there's a score near you. And so or, you are a coach for uh, like any type of business or? Um, well, they, they match you up with whatever. Oh, okay. Needs. I got you. Like, I got me, you. Like, you know, like in my case, I, I didn't necessarily need a digital marketing coach. I needed an attorney to make sure my paperwork is right to become an LLC. Or you might need someone in accountant to help you set up your QuickBooks. And so okay. they, will, they will get you going or at least tell you if you need to hire somebody, okay, so this is a bigger project. You need to hire someone and you need this, this, and this. Don't let them try to sell you this, this, and this. You know? I love that. That's, this is some really great, valuable information and a valuable resource for anybody anywhere. So thank you for that. Yeah, it's a wonderful resource. Yes. I mean, I, w I would have liked to know that in some of my previous businesses, but you yeah. know, 
you live and you learn. Yeah, I <laughs> was thrilled. Yeah. What's that? I, I was at, when I found out I was thrilled. And it, and not only did it save me money, but it became I became then part of this network of coaches sure. helping other small business people. And yeah, it's a great organization. So wonderful. wonderful. So what is next for you since um now that we are we're we still are uh, did you reopen when they allowed people to reopen? Sure. We have slowly but surely reopened. Uh, we started a gradual sort of soft reopening in June. So we started to, okay, we're going to let people in. We're, instead of, because it used to be, you packed, I don't not in a bad way, but it'd be six, a bunch of students coming at six, a bunch of students leave and 6.30 the next group and seven next group. And so you had people coming in and out of lessons, you know, 10 people with classes, 50 people arrive from the musical and you can't do that. So now it's like, okay, someone's at six to 6.30, they leave. 10 minute break to clean the office, 6.45, someone else comes in. So it's a lot more spaced out. Uh, we actually made a video and that was with 40 Stripes Design helped me do it to where we showed the parents, okay, here's what we're doing. We created a traffic pattern with a front exit, back exit. Here's all the precautions we're taking. Uh, summer camps were good. We limited the size. Some people wanted to do online. Uh, but slowly but surely it's been coming back. And so I would say right now we're half online, half in person. Uh, you know, and everyone, it's legitimate to be nervous and it's legitimate to be afraid. And so we want everyone to be comfortable. And that includes the staff. Some of the staff are like, oh, I'm not sure, you know, because I'm in, because of their age or whatever. Sure, it, sure. Whatever it is. My own daughter is a teacher and, you know, she was nervous and she's like, you know, I'd like to teach some stuff online and virtual. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a big adjustment uh, to that. And so we'll adjust. So we want our everyone who comes in contact, whether you're an employee or whether you're a staff member or just, you know, somebody out in the community who wants class and you want them to feel safe, you want them to feel comfortable. And know that, that. everything we can do to make it. Sounds like you've been very nimble through this whole yeah. pandemic sure. that we've been experiencing. And that's really great. You're a great example for what <laughs> business owners should should do. And um, it seems like you're you're taking it in stride and you've, you've got a great, you've got great energy and a very positive attitude. So I, I love it. Yeah. You really have awesome. to keep that going, yeah. So um, really, really quick, why don't you share with us, share them with the audience. So if they wanted to, if they're in the local area and they're close to like to Westmont, right? Yeah. They're close to Westmont. Well, how can they find you? Any, like, just go ahead and drop, drop your links, but I will also be posting them in the description of, of the episode as well. Definitely. Yeah. But if you're in the Westmont area or, you know, anywhere in that DuPage County area, academymusicandart.com. Uh, academymusicandart.com. We're at 350 East Ogden and Westmont. We've been at that address since 1993. We've been in that building. Wow. Congrats. Uh, you can find, if you're interested in the business coaching or any of the uh, SBA, uh, SBA or SCORE stuff, you can find me at chriswilsoncoaching.net and I'll post those links in there. And there's all sorts of free resources and videos on my Facebook channel and my YouTube channel and I'll put all those links in there. There's always some business tidbit, some business tip. Uh, every day there's a post on Facebook and YouTube. So you what know. about your books? Are those available anywhere to, for purchase? Uh, you can get the marketing during tough times through my website. Yes. Okay. Uh, musical reinvention is still being, we're still reinventing. So, uh, but yeah, the marketing during tough times and you can get a free chapter. If you'd like to download a chapter for free, you can just go to my website and I will send you a chapter. Awesome. What are some, what are some good, like, um, words of wisdom, wisdom or a piece of advice you'd like to leave with the audience for, let's just say if they are wanting to pursue music or something in the arts, what, what would you like to leave with them before we wrap things up? Uh, I, I think there's a couple of things. One is really believing in yourself. That you can do this, you know, taking it seriously. Like if you want to be a musician or you want to be an artist, you really need to be in love with the craft of doing it. So if you want to be a photographer, 
you better eat, sleep, and drink photography. It's got to be the most interesting, passionate thing in the world because that will get you through maybe necessarily not making money right away or not being, uh, you know, you might have to have a second job or there might be something else you have to do. So that passion is like it's the most interesting thing in the world. Like you're not watching TV at night or watching Netflix. You're like playing with cameras because it's interesting. Yeah. So I think that's step one is it's something you're truly passionate about. Can you do it all the time yeah. and really excel at it and be great? Uh, the other thing is I think you really are the product of the three people you spend the most time with. So if you're around people who are your cheerleaders, uh, my graphic designer, I've mentioned her, Laura Hoffman, she is on the same page with me. She's my friend and she's like, yeah, you can do this. You can blah, blah, blah. And he, no, oh boy, I don't think so. Are you sure you should do that? You know, where all of a sudden you shrink. You can almost hear it. Like, you know, so you yeah. need people in your life who believe in you and say, yeah, you can do this. And, you know, I, I see how you'd be great at this, you know, but then they also will give you pointers. Hey, you know what? I, I read your book and, a couple paragraphs I was, what are you actually saying here? So they become like also an advisor where they can help you. Oh, your idea is good, but I don't think it's as clear. I think it's more clear to you than it is to them. So you need people like that in your life. So find people in your life uh, who share those things. You don't want people knocking you down or stealing your dreams. Find people who believe yeah. I mean, you. you should be having anybody in your life like that, period. Cut out all that negativity. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. You might find yourself sitting down with Uncle Bernie and you might tell Uncle Bernie about your dreams and Uncle Bernie might be like, ah, oh, that doesn't sound, you know, I would never do that. You know, you hear it, especially coming into the holiday season when you're around the family, you know, you maybe you have a business card. I mean, all of a sudden they, you know, there's people who might start knocking you down for whatever reason. You know, you never know. I find that if that happens, that you've allowed that to happen. So I, you know, oh, for sure. you know there, there has to come a point in your life where you have to be responsible on how you let people react to you and what, and what you're talking to them about. So I have, yeah. made, you know, either you've made it so that they respect what you have to say, whether it's a crazy ass dream or you're going to be doing, yeah. you're going to be doing this or that. Or they're just going to be like, oh, ha, 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 you have another stupid, stupid idea. Yeah. But really, yeah. you have to be responsible. Oh, yeah. You allow people to respond to you. So oh, yeah. I'm sorry, you know. Oh, I, I completely agree with you. But then you also want to be the person who delivers. So you don't want to be yeah. the person who every four months has a crazy idea. You want okay. to be the person, yeah. You want to be the person, like, I did, you know, like, when you say, I wrote a book, it's like, yeah, here it is. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, not, you don't want to be a fly by night. You don't want to be a fly by night. Like, yeah, I get it. Did that. When I, back when I was at NIU, to kind of go full circle, I knew that I couldn't walk into the dorm room in January. Like, I had to somehow get to Boston without, I looked, right. looked at a youth hostel, right? I, you know, I didn't even want to park my car. I mean, it was like crazy. But it was like, I knew when I laid down that line, like, I wasn't going to be here. If I was there in January, then it was like, oh, man, now Chris is all talk. Not so so you, you are a man of integrity. And I think that's really good because yeah. you, know, you, you said something, you did what you said. And like, that's, yeah. that's a, a character that I think a lot of people, you know, they need, they need to remind themselves that, you know, integrity is very important. So I'm, yeah. I'm I, what I, I do what I say. I say what I do. I'm oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, them wrong, you know, and if, they don't, if they don't believe in you, if, if you do find yourself at Thanksgiving or Christmas and you're around people, family members, you know, who maybe doubt you, prove them right. wrong. I mean, you make that be the thing. Say, oh, really? I'll see you at, you know, at the Memorial Day party or 4th of July, and I'll tell you about my success, yeah. you know? So, yeah. you, I mean, then now you have to, you know, you can prove them wrong, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. All right, Chris. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. We'll have to do, 
we'll have to do like a follow-up after some of this craziness is passed oh, and find out what other crazy things you've gotten involved with maybe another yeah. book i don't yeah. know we'll, we'll have to do a follow-up but Absolutely. That'd be great. I, I will definitely be putting all your links in the description and that score uh, resource is very valuable, you guys. So if you are an entrepreneur, yes. you can help. It's free, free advice. And I will put that link in there so you can uh, reference it. But as always, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I will be back soon with some more dynamic guests. Have an amazing day.